Welcome to the Tash Show Podcast. How about this one? The headline is, a woman has a heart attack while, quote, overdoing it at a swingers festival. <laughs> 52-year-old woman. She's a swinger, obviously. This past weekend, her and her husband went to something called the Swingfields Festival <laughs> in Worcestershire, England. Europe's biggest sex festival, Swingfields. Hey, you and your wife going to Swingfields, Jim? <laughs> no. <laughs> we'll see you there. <laughs> a woman was going for it. She took part in a bunch of different events. Uh, <laughs> jelly wrestling, nude tug of war. An interesting fact about nude tug of war at a swingers festival, they don't use a rope. Oh, geez. <laughs> And of course, she uh, she was involved in a couple of orgies. Yeah, she was working so hard though that she had a heart attack. One witness said, "Quote: She was overdoing it." <laughs> when you're overdoing it at a swingers party, is it called swinging for the fences? Yeah, she really was swinging for the fences. She was overdoing it. Make sure you <laughs> you take some time to rest. Hydrate, yeah, yeah. You know, sit on the sidelines and observe for a little bit. <laughs> take a take a break. The problem is that a lot. I bet you, you know, sometimes drugs are involved, and a lot of women are taking Viagra now. Are they? Yeah, because it gets you know it gets them going as well. Uh, and we all know that gives guys heart attacks every once in a while too. So I'm sure it's the same with women. Thins things out, yeah. Yeah, the bloodstream gets the heart a pumping. Uh, there's no word as to whether or not drugs were involved. All we know is she was overdoing it. <laughs> and we know that she survived and she is recovering. Uh, the 700 or so swingers at the festival <laughs> had to take a break from the action. Oh. Well, this woman was uh, was tended to by the... <laughs> they had a moment of silence for the lady. All right, everybody stand in attention. <laughs> no, they... they the opposite. the opposite. Yeah, yeah right. do not. Everybody, just at ease, soldier. Just put the boners on hold <laughs> for a second here. We got to look after this lady. She will be fine. She's going to make a full recovery, which is good. Uh, our swingers here in London, Ontario. I don't know if we we have enough to support a a festival like Swingfields, but uh, it would be interesting to know. Uh, I was talking about this with when I went up to the cottage with another couple. Oh, jeez. <laughs> right? Where's this well, going? We were joking. We were joking. So my wife and I went up with my friend Ange and her husband Owen. Uh-huh. And we were at the cottage and we were like, oh, yeah. I wonder if the, the other cottages along here, they see us pull in and they think we're a bunch of swingers. And I said, well, we don't have the star hanging on the house. Have you heard this? Yeah. Uh, you know those tin stars that you see hanging on barns and stuff? The word is that if one of those is hanging on a house, swingers may live there. There's definitely a couple accidentals yeah. that are going to be in a real awkward situation. <laughs> Someone comes knocking on your door. He had no idea. But th- that's what we started thinking about. Are there other things that we may be doing? that are giving people the impression that we're swingers. So we looked it up online, and it's not just the stars hanging on the houses. If you leave your garage door half open, a 
apparently it means that you're a swinger and you are open for business that what? night. Or Steve's watching the game and it's free for a beer. <laughs> or you spilt something and you're airing out the garage. But just be warned, if you leave the garage half open, some swingers <laughs> may... May duck down under there and <laughs> think that you're... Some guy with a mustache and a bathrobe. <laughs> giggity, giggity. <laughs> May think you're open for action. Also, if you're wearing black-colored rings and jewelry, that's another indication that you may be a swinger. Hmm. Keep that in mind when you're selecting what you're wearing out to the party next time. And garden gnomes apparently are a sign that Grandma you may knows. be... Grandma <laughs> knows! That you may be a swinger. <laughs> it's it's one specific garden gnome though. It's the one that is sitting in a chair smoking a cigarette, watching his garden gnome wife have sex with another garden. Gnome. <laughs> I wanna see you peacock, cock, cock, your peacock. Time for sports with Devin peacock, peacock. Cock, cock, and uh, it's that peacock, time of year <laughs> where the world of sports kind of slows down a little bit. You got the uh, the NHL players enjoying their summer vacation. NBA's wrapped up. No NFL yet. A little Major League Baseball in the CFL. Some tennis. But the hot sport that is coming to the rescue of uh, bored <laughs> sports fans everywhere is Cornhole, Jim Kelly. Yes, sir. <laughs> The have beloved you, outdoor game. Have you seen this uh, this video that Jim has posted on the FM 96 Facebook fan page yet this morning? I Gav? haven't seen the video, but I was reading uh, this morning about the American Cornhole League, which is which is what this is. Uh, the winner gets a million dollars. So wow, it's, uh, that's this is, amazing. This is cornhole for uh, for pros. Everybody knows what cornhole is, correct? Like it's there's beanbag a couple, toss. Is yeah, another there's a couple different it. versions of cornhole, <laughs> but beanbag toss is the it's the piece of wood with the hole in it, and you throw the beanbags and um, you play it in the backyard. If you're tailgating, it's become quite popular in North America to the point where yes, now they are televising cornhole matches and. The commentators are, um, they're right into it. Final throw of the match. Get in there! Yeah! He played well, hit some gigantic shots along the way. You want me to try to <laughs> knock that off or not? <laughs> hey, I'm good. You want me to try to knock Yeah, we got to do something. He's trying an and one shot to steal an extra point, which would be three instead of two. Makes the eight-point deficit five instead of six. Right there, huh? It is significant. Five is right easier there, than six. Right. <laughs> yeah. So it's what he's going to try to do is people. hit this back <laughs> lip and then cause this bag to go off while the airmail goes in. One of the most difficult shots in cornhole. <laughs> Dennis. Goodness! <laughs> oh, my word. Oh. What? Is what I call cornhole. <laughs> that is awesome. That's I like cornhole better than darts. Why not? Sure. I, they're they're even televising now uh, on sports networks vid- competitive video gaming. Sure, it's, I, it's incredibly popular. I was in a restaurant and there was video games on t- on TV, and I was like, wow. Uh, is there somebody sitting in this restaurant playing video games? They're like, no, that's TSN. It's like okay. TSN? Well, the crazy thing about the American Cornhole League is like... Tell us, Dev. Like darts, like all these guys are wearing jerseys. So like, not only are they 
you know, just playing for the love of the game. They're they're they, making money. They got sponsors. You have people who want to sponsor. <laughs> who sponsors? It's all beef jerky, <laughs> cigarettes, Johnsonville sausages <laughs> is Johnsonville the title Brock. sponsor. I uh, I don't know if he uh, if he still is, but uh, Cody Henderson at one point was the number one ranked cornhole player in the world. He must get tons of tail, huh? <laughs> tons of cornhole. Cornhole groupies. <laughs> Jim, I think your uh, your career after uh, you wrap things up here at FM 96 one day should be cornhole announcer. I think you're born to do it. 100% or Texas Horseshoes or Can Jam. <laughs> I'm starting any of these leagues and I, I am getting the broadcast rights. It really is. It's like... Uh, it's like the movie Dodgeball was, <laughs> they were joking at the time, they had Dodgeball televised, but I think we're at the point where Dodgeball is less ridiculous than some of the stuff <laughs> that is on these sports networks. I want Jim to become the Joe Rogan of Cornhole. <laughs> oh, that, I love that sentence that you just said. <laughs> Getting a little pushback here, Jim. A couple people have sent text messages because I used the term unsavory element to describe the corner of uh, Dundas and Richmond. Mm -hmm. The McDonald's there is closing down. And you know what I'm talking about. What's the politically correct way to say that there's people at that corner that make me uncomfortable? There isn't you. You can't say anything without offending somebody. So there is no correct answer. Do you agree with that statement? There's people who make me feel a little unsafe. Yeah, that hang out in that area. There's people who are yelling at themselves. They're yelling at people as they're walking by. And there's no question that a lot of these people have problems, and I'd love to see them get the help they need. But McDonald's is operating a business there, and yeah. I truly feel like it has affected their ability to sell hamburgers at that corner. It's, you know, there are people who need help that are around that area who are unable or unwilling to get it, but there's also drug deals. We hear uh, local businesses chasing people down who are doing drugs or dealing yeah. drugs in that part of the... There's people also, who are stealing, th- those breaking into cars. Those preachers find, because there's a lot of foot traffic. It's just, you know, it's just like Times Square in New York. A lot of foot traffic, so a lot of people just... Are you know, yelling get at you by the tide, and they they end up there. Well, the uh, the McDonald's is closing down by August first at the corner of Dundas and Richmond, and they've tried things to deter people from loitering in that area. Uh, I remember the news story uh, about ten years ago, fifteen years ago. They started playing classical music over speakers, <laughs> thinking that. The classical music wasn't wasn't cool, so yeah. people would leave, and it didn't work, obviously. All the skids just started wearing monocles. <laughs> For years now, they've played classical music at the corner of Dundas and Richmond, thinking it would deter people from hanging out at that corner, and it hasn't worked. Because, they, yeah, they do it in, in city parks and stuff, too, across, well, across takes, America. That takes us to the story that I was going to get into here. In Philadelphia... They want to keep the teenagers out of the parks at night, so they've started uh, installing sound machines that play a high-pitched sound. And apparently this sound that they play, people under 25 hate it, and older people can't really hear it. Some people are criticizing the city for putting the noise machines in their parks, saying it discriminates against teenagers. 
other older people are saying they can hear the noise too, and it's super annoying. Hmm. So stop it. They've spent five thousand dollars on these noise machines, though, so they're gonna keep using them. I have a sample of the uh, the sound here. This is the sound that they're pumping through the parks in Philadelphia. Tell me if you can even hear this. Yeah. Did you hear anything? Uh huh. Really? Yeah, it sounds like a TV on with no channel. Are you kidding me? You can hear that for real? Yeah, you can't? I don't, I don't hear anything. Are you serious? Yeah, it's just a high, it's like a, but very faint. How old are you? 32. It's like when you plug an auxiliary cord into your stereo and no songs playing. Are you you're messing with me, dude? I can't hear that. Are you serious? You, you can hear you that? You couldn't hear any of those? I don't hear it's a, it's silence. Like I can see that there there's I can see the audio file, so I yeah, know there's yeah. something there. Yeah, I can absolutely but I can't hear anything. Yeah. Does that make me a punk? <laughs> Makes you a skid. <laughs> oh no. But yeah, probably. Are you you can really hear that? Yeah, it's exactly how I describe it. Like if you t- if you turn a TV on or something and there's no like in the in the satellite's okay. not on. Can people over 40 hear it? I can't hear a thing says this person. I'm 55 and I can hear it says Rob. It's making my eyes water says another person. <laughs> what does it sound like? Like like plugging auxiliary like cords into a stereo. No, it's like a you know what, a, like a frequency, like a like a high frequency. It's just like a ee, like a whining sound, right? Would it keep you from hanging out in the park? Play it again. Probably would. AFM ninety six. Time to get your hearing checked, guys. I can hear that clearly. What year were you born? Pardon me. What year were you born? Oh, no. See, Taz, anytime I accidentally use your headphones, if you leave them plugged in somewhere, they're so loud. I have to, like, it scares me. I have to take them off and turn it, yeah. like, 50% down. I wear headphones every day. Maybe that's part of the problem here. That lady's older than I am. She can still hear it. Unless you guys are all just joking. <laughs> you need to stop it at one of those mall kiosks. I'm kidding. I can totally yeah. hear. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, I felt youthful again. <laughs> yeah. I feel so young. <laughs> well, I, I, uh, it would keep me out of a park, though, if I heard that. If it just kept going, yeah, yeah it's not a fun sound, is it? Yeah, but there's plenty of fifty-year-olds that are, you know, <laughs> jerks too. They shouldn't be in certain places. <laughs> all the kids are out of the parks, and all the uh, the older. The older crowd is going to move in. <laughs> Talking about how the McDonald's is closing down at the corner of Dundas and Richmond and how there's some interesting people who like to hang out on that corner. Uh, we're not the only ones who have noticed that, Jim. Mm-hmm. Here's an FM 96 listener says, Taz and Jim, my family and I walked down to that McDonald's from Sunfest. Unsavory is a good word to describe what we saw. There was a gentleman standing on the corner yelling, I'm waiting! With a sledgehammer in his hands. What? We were very concerned. Was he a construction worker waiting for the backhoe? I'm waiting! Bring it! It's like Mad Max. It's scary. Another guy says here, I got yelled at at Dundas and Richmond for not having crack. 
<laughs> hey, you got any crack? No. I'm waiting. <laughs> I'll crack you with this sledgehammer. <laughs> Five-finger death punch! They are your headliners tonight. FM 96 night at start.ca rocks the park down in Harris Park. And we have the concert organizer from the Jones Entertainment Group, Brad Jones, joining us on the show. Good morning, Jonesy. Good morning, you guys. How was the uh, the country night last night? We had a great night. We had a little rain for about 45 minutes, but it, uh, it didn't dampen the party, and everybody stayed in the park. And, uh, no, we had a great first night. And uh, now we've got our buddies from FM 96 in the park today. I, I would be looking forward to rain a little bit. It's a hot day. I mean, Start.ca set up some misting tents. This uh-huh. is just like a park-wide misting tent from Mother Nature. Free mist. Yeah. Exactly right. Exactly right. <laughs> Brought to you by your good friends at Start.ca. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, we are, we're looking now that the rain happened last night and it looks like we might get a little this morning. We have uh, clear skies after 2 p.m. You must be pretty yeah. pumped about that. Yeah, I mean, that was, I mean, that's the one thing, guys, that I can't control is the weather, but uh, certainly we look uh, clear after 2 o'clock, and we're expecting close to 8,000 people tonight for Five Finger in this moment. We've got a great lineup, you know, great acts. Kill Switch um, Engage, Pop Evil, it's uh, it's going to be good. I prevail on the bill as well. If you like heavy rock music, yeah, uh, you are really going to enjoy this lineup. If you don't like heavy rock music and you live near Harris Park, you are probably uh, going to really hate this. However, I know every year, Jonesy, you tell us stories about uh, the complainers and the naysayers. Have they uh, have they been vocal yet this year? Yeah, no. I'll, I'll tell you, it, it's that was years past. We, uh, I think it was two years ago. You know, when we had forty thousand people attend over the four days, and and we had one complaint, and I and I the city called us and said we had this one woman. She called, and I said, you know, I would say we've got a great success. You know. We we raise hundreds of thousands of dollars each year for great charities. Forty thousand people come into London, Ontario, and go to bars, restaurants, and 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 stay in hotels. And one complaint, I'll take that all day long. But <laughs> so you know, it's not it's not you know, nineteen ninety five when the city would charge us five hundred dollars and say if you're louder than a lawnmower in a parking <laughs> lot, then we're not going to let you come. So with those those days, we've got a little bit more progressive. Uh, you know, a younger council. Um, you know, they look at the bigger picture rather than, you know, three ladies, uh, you know, in Blackfriars area. You mentioned the charities. Where, uh, where's the money going to go that uh, you guys raise from so we got, uh, tonight? Yeah, so this year we've got four great charities that we've included. They each, three of them run uh, a beer tent, Prusty for Kids, Brandon Prust Foundation. We all know Prusty, great community guy, a uh, lot of fun. And so he runs one beer zone. We've got Make-A-Wish Foundation back for a third year. Um, Lori Quick and her team do amazing thing with kids and wishes. And, and then we've got the Big Brothers, Big Sisters along the river. And uh, they're the busiest and craziest ones, and they work real hard. So we've got those three charitable organizations. And then we've got the Western Football Mustangs um, that we make a big donation with from through the water sales. And it pays for, you know, the kids' meals uh, throughout the season and some travel costs and you know they're they're great guys and they're down in the park helping us set up monday morning and tuesday morning and last night in the rain 
We had uh, some of the linemen out there with their cowboy hats, line dancing up and down the rows, and people are <laughs> laughing. And and you got Coach Marshall ripping tickets. So you know, guys, what we what, what's the most the different the most different part of Rock the Park from any other festival is you're not going to have that in in Toronto or Montreal or you know you've got the Western Mustang head coach Coach Marshall ripping tickets and high fiving people coming through the gates. I mean that's what makes it different. And then you know you you know every time you're buying a beer you're helping send kids to Orlando. You know so it's well, just, geez, what, I hope people at Five Finger Death Punch like beer. <laughs> yeah. We do too. Yeah, I think but, you're. I think you're going to be okay in that respect. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, anyways, lots of uh, you know, look, come down. Lots of security. Lots of police, and then you know, we have lots of fun. I mean, hey, we we realize with that style of music, uh, people get fired up, and we want to have fun. And this, you know, as long as they're somewhat courteous uh, we'll keep doing it because the turnout's been great there's there's obviously a niche uh, for this type of music and uh, so we appreciate everybody that supported us and bought tickets and you guys for you know for the last six months cranking it up for us and pushing it for us and uh, we're, we're very appreciative of everybody's efforts we're excited to be involved let me ask you this one this is the first uh, rock the park festival since marijuana became legal in this country you got snoop dog coming to town tomorrow night for heaven's sake what is the policy on marijuana in the park jones so the, the policy is zero tolerance we've worked very closely with health canada and the middlesex health board and uh but we have a massive uh smoking zone out right out up built out on the river so it's a beautiful view of the shot of london and and, and the thames river um, yeah. So there's, but it's no tolerance in the actual, you know, viewing area of the concert. If so someone have, wants to leave and go smoke a joint, they can do absolutely. that and then come back they, in. They, they've got to make, yeah, you got it. They've got okay. to go out, out the shoot. And, uh, I mean, they can still see them, see, you know, or still hear the music. They yeah. just can't see the stage, but absolutely. We're, we're respectful of the new laws. And, uh, and as I said, we work close with, uh, health Canada to make sure that there's zero tolerance, uh, it's, you know, what they, they classify Rock the Park as a big patio. So what you can and can't do on a patio is what you can and can't do at Rock the Park. Brad Jones from Jones Entertainment. We will see you this afternoon in Harris Park. Dunner's going to be broadcasting live. So listen uh, to her talking to members of Five Finger Death Punch and Pop Evil and more. And then get ready to party for a great cause with FM 96. That's the Taz Show podcast. Make sure to subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. And remember, you can tune in on the radio, 95.9 on the uh, dial in the London area. That's FM 96 or FM 96.com.